This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to WFAN's Baseball Insiders, Yankees and Mets podcast for Friday, July 2nd. Subway Series, so we're doing it together. I'm Sweeney Murdy. He's Ed Coleman. Eddie, we um, we got used to doing this together for a while, but it's been a little while, and now we get to see each other in person, Yankees and Mets Subway Series. How you doing, man? Uh, a little Jacob deGrom domination last night, per usual, right? Yeah, but uh, he got a late start, as a matter of fact. Three runs in the first inning, we were all shocked by that. <laughs> and, uh, and then he came out and gave up a double and a single to lead off the second inning. He didn't score. It was first and third, nobody out. And I said, what the heck is this? What's going on? Did he change bodies with somebody? But then he mowed down 18 in a row and uh, 14 strikeouts, so he got back to normal. And, well, you know, once again, it, it's funny you, you bring up last night, Sweeney, because, uh, you know, it's been a typical Met game of late. Uh, yeah. they, they have trouble scoring. They get a couple of Dom Smith home runs. They get an, uh, a run early, as a matter of fact, to take a lead, one nothing in the first inning. Um, but then, you know, after that, uh, it stalled out most of the game, and they end up losing it 4-3, and that's uh, that's been their lot. They've scored, I think it's 22 runs now in the last eight games, and, you know, similar production over, you know, the previous 10, basically. And, you know, they're averaging under three runs a game, basically, right now. So that's not going to cut it. That's where the Yankees were for a very long time. They've uh, they've been better. They've got some of their guys going a little bit more offensively. Uh, so there's some signs of life there. And they're probably glad that they missed DeGrom. You know, and that's you know that's the one guy that you were afraid would obviously shut them down here. Uh, but they're, you know, it's a weird series. And, you know, usually in the middle of the year, it's it's rare when both teams are really good, and right now they're they're not both really good. The Yankees are struggling mightily. The Mets are in first place, but you're talking about some of the issues there. They're both teams. This these are not exhibitions. These are games that mean something to both teams right now. Yeah, I think they're vital games for both teams. They really are. It comes at a, at a crucial time for them. You know, right before the All Star break, obviously, when you get a little break. But uh, at the same time, you know, the the schedule is tough for the Mets. Uh, Washington is breathing down their neck. Washington has a a tough. Uh, slate right now. They have three more of the Dodgers at home. Then they go out west to face San Diego and San Francisco. So the Mets get a break in that sense. The closest team to them is going through maybe the toughest part of their schedule. But you know the Mets have Milwaukee coming in for three. The Brewers are red hot. So uh, they're struggling right now. And they continually have injury problems. They lost another starter in David Peterson. I don't think they lost him for long, but he's going to miss his next start. So that 
leaves you open on Monday after the Yankees series when they face Milwaukee. Uh, and they're continually getting guys back. Uh, they're going to have Brandon Nimmo and Jerry's Familia, I think, this weekend. J.D. Davis will come. Uh, but Jeff McNeil and Michael Conforto are back, and they haven't exactly set the world on fire. Hmm. And McNeil has looked, I think, very poor at the plate thus far. So that's a problem. Uh, Conforto had an RBI single last night. But again, you know, I I think we've talked about this before. You know, it's it's one thing to get your injured players back, but then it takes them a while, I yeah. think, to assimilate back into the lineup, you know, feel themselves out a little bit, feel their role, know the guys around them, and get going. So that takes more time, and that's more games off the schedule. I think that's the interesting part about the Yankees is that they're finally healthy. You know, I mean, we're, we spent a lot of time wondering how many games that Stanton and Judge could be in the lineup together. Well, they've been in there pretty much, a lot. Uh, Stanton had one little uh, spell with the quad injury. Otherwise, he's been pretty healthy. Sanchez has started hitting again. LeMahieu has started hitting again. Yet, there's still something just really off because there's a lot of guys in the bottom half of the order, including Glaber Torres, who really haven't taken off. Um, but you're seeing little signs of life, and they had a couple of, you know, they did well against the Angels for everything except the ninth inning the other night, um, and that was a total disaster, and that's going to be the interesting part again. I mean, listen, we've you spent a lot of time, you know, trying to figure out Edwin Diaz and, and everything that's gone on with him the last few years. The Yankees are in a really bad spot right now with the role as Chapman, and it's coinciding with this crackdown. Um, on the substances. So there's, you know, there's no way of really knowing is he just going through a stretch or is he, was he doing something that he's no longer allowed to do and that's affecting him. So, because as he's lost velocity, he's relied more on the slider and, uh, and on the splitter. And now you're wondering, okay, so what is the real problem here with Chapman? And I think that's the biggest thing for the Yankees right now, Eddie, is that they can get through a series with, uh, a lot of their relievers, and they're starting to hit a little bit, but they probably need to get a game or two this weekend where they know a role as Chapman is back, and I think that's going to be the big thing. Yeah, I think when you know closers blow games, and we've seen it with Edwin Diaz, what a disaster it was in, in 2019 when he had just an awful season, uh, it takes more out of you. Uh, you can, you know, I, listen, any game blown late in the, by the bullpen in, in the late innings is going to hurt. But I think especially when, when the guy you count on to give the ball to and get three outs uh, and three quick outs usually, and that falls apart um, like Chapman did the other night, obviously, and Diaz has a couple of times this year. You know, th- those are killers. Those are killer losses right now. Uh, the other guy, too, I think with you uh, is Garrett Cole, who we're going to see on, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. I was looking last night. Uh, usually, uh, Jacob deGrom has had 14 starts now, and the Mets are 10-4 and four in his starts, despite the loss last night. It's usually 4-10. and 10 Yeah, yeah. Rough, because they never <laughs> score for him, and he pitches great, doesn't matter, and they, they end up losing the game. But they've been good. With Cole, he's had 16 starts, and they're 8-8 eight and eight during yeah. that time. And you've got to go out and, and win Garrett Cole games. You know, you got to figure out how to win. Now, he may not pitch great every time. He's not going to. We obviously know that. But somehow you got to figure out how to get a win when your ace is out there. Not every game, but you've got to do better than 8-8. Eight and eight. And I, I think, you know, obviously with the – with the, the new rules that are in and everyone is adjusting to it, uh, you know, he's he's come under a lot of scrutiny as well, too. Cole was about, you know, as honest as he wanted to be when he talked about, you know, spider tax. So you know that it's a factor. He just, he simply hasn't been striking out as many guys. And he had three really good starts 
in the aftermath of that, including against Minnesota after the Josh Donaldson comments. Uh, I mean, one of them was against Toronto, a pretty good offensive team. And then he yeah, threw up the real clunker last week against Boston when that that's a game that they just needed him to be good and needed him to be better. And they just, you know, it, it couldn't be four runs in the first inning and out you go. Um, he needed to be better. And that's the interesting part to me is the bounce back. I still think that there is a really good pitcher there, even without the, the substances. He's just not striking out as many guys. And I, I think I think that's kind of what you have to live with and figure out. The elite pitchers are still going to be elite. There's a lot of guys in between who, you know, those are the ones who are going to start to show up more, I think, in figuring out whether or not, you know, they're going to be any good or not. But it's important for Cole, less about the substances to me, Ed, more just about bouncing back from what was a terrible start. And his team needs every one of his good starts, like you said, at this point in time. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, listen, he's he's an elite pitcher and he's going to be an elite pitcher this year. Uh most of his starts are going to be very good starts. That's that's what I believe. I, I'm frankly, uh, I guess, maybe surprised and maybe I'm being naive about it uh, with the effect that it's had on a lot of pitchers in baseball, like Garrett Richards coming out and saying, I can't pitch anymore. Yeah. I, can't, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of pitchers probably feel that way. They feel naked uh, with without uh, what they have been using for a long time and what's been, you know, kind of uh, wink, wink, you know, accepted uh, in baseball. Uh, uh, But at at the same time, you know, everyone has to adjust to it. Uh, I think they will over time. Uh, You know, like I've said all along, stop messing around with the baseball. Just keep the baseball the same every year. Maybe we can figure this out. It'll be a lot easier, you know, instead of having to, you know, uh, apply different substances or find better ones each and every year. I think that's the key that and and the thing is that, that that has to be bargained. Baseball put itself in a position where they didn't have, they could do this on their own with no no po- no political things whatsoever. It's enforcing a rule in the books. Any anything else whether it was agreeing to a substance that everybody could use or changes to the ball, well that's all stuff that they have to work out um, in bargaining. So, uh, you and I I'm sure will have plenty of time over the winter to talk about these things and maybe even <laughs> next February, March and April depending on how things are going. Um there's a lot of things happening there, um, but we're getting we're at the halfway point. Basically, we're halfway point of the season here. A little bit of time left to the All Star break. Uh, trade deadline is coming, and the Yankees are going to be in the market for a center fielder, no doubt about it, uh, and maybe a pitcher because of the lengthier loss for Corey Kluber now, and figuring out when Luis Severino can get back uh, here. Uh, Mets needs at the trade deadline over the next month. How do they materialize? Well, listen, you would say offense simply because of the trouble that they are having on offense. But frankly, I, I think they need another pitcher. You know, they, they're kind of patching this together, you know, with the Corey Oswalt's and Jared Eikhoff's. And they found a real gem in Tyler McGill, who you're going to see on Sunday night. This is a kid who started at double A this year and was quickly, after three starts, bumped up to triple A, where he made five more and then has come up here and made two very good starts. Now, he hasn't lasted long in the game, but he's been very impressive. He's very cool, calm, and collected on the mound, has very good stuff. Uh, I've been surprised at how good he is for a guy that 
I really didn't know even before this year. Now, we're at a little bit of a disadvantage in spring training because we don't get to know or see right. a lot of the guys like we used to. But this is a, this is a kid who, you know, is an eighth-round draft choice. I mean, he kind of came out of nowhere. But uh, they've been patching it together with guys like this whenever, you know, an injury has come up. Marcus Stroman, it was just away on bereavement. So uh, he's going to come back and pitch this weekend. But, again, uh, I think they need at least a guy who is going to go out there and give you innings. Um, a guy who, like a Merrill Kelly in Arizona, who's pitching very well right now. He's pitched uh, three terrific games for them in a row. Um, you know, I, I don't know if the Diamondbacks are willing to part with him. That may be a guy you want to keep for the future. But, you know, th- there are several guys like that around baseball that uh, it doesn't have to be, you know, a bona fide you know, bonanza starter, but I, I think it's a guy that you got to be able to count on to go out there every five days, and I think they really need that right now. He's Ed Coleman. I'm Sweeney Murdy. This is just a little taste because I'm guessing by the weather, you and I will get a chance to do this a few more times over the course of the next couple of days. We'll wait and see. Uh, WFAN's Baseball Insiders. You can get it on Odyssey at Apple Podcasts. Hit subscribe and review. You'll get it delivered to you. Our Mets and Yankees reports straight to you every week. Uh, Eddie, thanks for doing this now, and I'm sure we will have fun talking more over the course of the weekend. I'll see you this weekend, Sweeney, and a lot of you. Thanks, everybody, for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.